0: Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman, brought to you by Meat and Potatoes USA.com. Sports betting is exploding in the USA. You need to check out Meat and Potatoes USA.com. Not a gambling site sports consultants who are collectively hitting 61% of their picks this year on baseball, college football, NFL, NBA, and horse racing coming soon, college hoops, the whole bit. Meat and PotatoesUSA.com. Trey Blossom and I are going to have some takes on the Braves winning the World Series and Major League Baseball. We'll also talk about LSU Alabama. They play this Saturday. Who is anybody paying attention? Not many vibes, not much buzz about LSU-Bama football game. Bama, a 29-point favorite. We'll talk about that. And Trey Blossman, who follows the NBA as close as anybody, has lots of thoughts and observations seven or eight games into the NBA season. Don't forget, if you like to bet and you want to win money, go to MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Let's hear a message from our host, Anchor. Then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It's time for Sports Takes right here on Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Christ Sands. Stay tuned.
1: Sports with TK again. I am Tommy Kreis, and thank you for listening. About to be joined by Trey Blossman. We're going to jump around the board a little bit, all over the map, with some sports takes today. As always, it'll be strong and hot takes. Please share this podcast with all of your friends. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing fine, Tommy. Beautiful day in South Louisiana. Yeah, a beautiful day. If you're an Atlanta Brave fan, for the first time since 1995, they are the World Champions. They beat the Astros in six games, seven nothing last night, clinch it in Houston. It's you got to go back to 2013 to find the last time a MLB team clinched the World Series on their home field. So uh, I don't, I'm sure they don't care. They just wanted to win the World Series. They're the champs. It's a great story. Uh, they lose Acuna near the All Star break, uh, August 6th. They were a 500 team. They got hot at the right time. They won the playoffs with pitching, timely hitting. And Jorge Solar, the World Series MVP, was hitting 191 with the Royals when they sent him to the Braves. Now he's a world champion and that World Series MVP. That's baseball. I enjoyed the World Series. I did think the Astros would win, so I was incorrect there. But uh, you've got to tip your hat to the Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series.
2: Yeah, you do, and as we talked last week, Tommy, the ultimate irony and middle finger to MLB would have been for the Braves to win it in Game 5 at home, which they did not do. Interesting thing last night, the way the first inning shook out, if you will, for Houston, runners on first and second, no outs, Max Freed, Possibly tweaked an ankle a little bit on that play at first base, which was a very strange play. And I don't understand why there's not a challenge there. Uh, I think Houston got a big advantage with that call because uh, the runner never stepped on first base. But uh, anyway, Freed goes back to the mound and mows him down and doesn't give up anything. And then the next inning, Solar absolutely <laughs> crushes a pitch for a three-run homer. And, I mean, Atlanta would add some runs, but the game was basically over at that point. You know, momentum's a huge thing, and Houston had an opportunity to gain a lot of momentum in that first inning and got shut down, and all of a sudden they look up and they're down 3 nothing. And I think they, you know, the pitching was good enough that they just couldn't come back. It was an entertaining series. I'm happy for Braves fans. I've attended numerous games in Atlanta in three different stadiums, I think, now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Happy for those guys. And, you know, it's – I I, I don't – I didn't see any numbers on the TV ratings. I don't know how how many people were watching. Uh, You know, you didn't have a Los Angeles team. You didn't have a San Francisco team. You didn't have a New York or a Boston team. But it was a good series. Even though each game was not competitive, it
1: was a competitive series – and, uh, and fairly enjoyable. Well, uh, talking about Jorge Solar, you know, Brian Schnicker, who, by the way, played baseball at the University of New Orleans, with or the legendary Hall of Fame coach Ron Maystreet, Brian's a little older than me, I never met him. Uh, but uh, Schnicker made the comment that when they acquired Jorge Solar and Solar came into his office, he said, You know, I've seen this guy from, from the dugout and on the ball field. And when he came in my office, I couldn't believe it. He's 6'5, 240, and he can run. Schnitker said he thought he had like a linebacker or an offensive tackle in the office, and it was Jorge Solar who, uh, you know, was the World Series MVP. I agree with you. The ultimate middle finger to MLB pulling the All Star game out of Atlanta when there was going to be a huge tribute and ceremony for Henry Aaron. uh, But they pulled it out because they're woke. And the voting regulations, uh, which they moved it to Denver, which are more strict than Atlanta. Their offices in New York, those regulations are more strict than Atlanta. Just a total blunder to the woke crowd by MLB and uh, karma. The Braves end up becoming the world champs. I'm happy for them. MLB needs to learn their lesson that it's all you know for their for their regard it's all about baseball. Don't worry about voting regulations and and social justice. Just worry about baseball. The NBA learned that lesson. The NFL is trying to learn that lesson. MLB does need to learn it. But uh, uh, that's it. One more thing on baseball. We'll move on. Collective bargaining agreement expires December one. That's less than a month from now. If there's not an agreement between the players' association and the owners there will be a work stoppage. Far too early to say whether it'll affect spring training or opening day. You can't make that comment yet. I'll just tell you that as of today, we're 148 days away from opening day and that that's a good thing for me. Trey Blossman as we continue with Sports Takes. LSU plays Alabama in football this Saturday evening, first time in like 15 years it won't be on CBS, it'll be on ESPN. Alabama opened a 24-and-a-half point favorite. Now they're 29 in some spots. This is I've been in Baton Rouge a long time. This is the least amount of interest in an LSU-Alabama football game that I have ever seen. Ronnie Rance and I uh doing our Facebook, YouTube live video this morning. We were 30 minutes in, never mentioned LSU-Alabama until one of our viewers sent the question in like, hey, is that there that much lack of interest that you guys haven't even mentioned it yet? And then we realized it. But You know, now Cordell Flat out for LSU. uh, Games in Tuscaloosa. It's not going to be pretty. I know you got to line up and play it, and you never say never. But, man, this is just – there's just no interest in Baton Rouge. No vibes. No buzz. It's – people have lost interest for a variety of reasons. Well, Tommy, LSU fans are spoiled, okay? Uh,
2: They're (laughs) – said it many times, one of the reasons I quit going to the games is because of the fans. Uh, I, I don't think I'm not saying I'm a superior fan to the average fan. And uh, a lot of people still pulling for the Tigers. I'll be pulling for the Tigers, hoping for the best, hoping to avoid total embarrassment. The only thing I'm really hoping for Saturday night is the kids to do dress out and show up and play Play hard. I hope Coach Oak can motivate them to go out there and play hard. And you know, if they lose by four touchdowns, which is a spread. So be it. Uh, they could win, get within twenty points of this Alabama team. That's a moral victory. I'm not into moral victories, but that would be one. Uh, at this point in time, it, it, it's really more about what's going to happen at the after the season ends. But you don't want to go out. Embarrassingly, and we've touched on the number of kids who say that they're hurt. Are they really hurt? These kids today are so they're so spoiled, rotten, they're so selfish uh, with the name image, and likeness money that's changed things completely, uh, you know once it becomes apparent that you can't compete for the s e c West and national championship. You get people starting to want to opt out and not play. I'm sure some of them really are hurt, but I can't believe that the number of people being reported is out due to injury is an accurate number,
1: if you will. Uh, I think it's inflated as well. Now, in regards to the LSU coach search, only Scott Woodward, the athletic director, knows what's going on. There's lots of uh, conjecture and rumors out there, but you just got to let this thing play out. However, I have a comment. Today, uh, Wednesday morning on the Dan Patrick Show, national sports show, one of my favorite shows, Dan Patrick had on Cincinnati coach Luke Pickle, a good solid 15-minute interview. All I'm going to say is this. As you know, Trey, I've been around forever. I've heard thousands of interviews, okay? Thousands. I was very impressed with Luke Fickle. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, you know, we talked about it on
2: this podcast before. He's up near the top of my list. He would be in my top two or three for sure. Uh, What Mel Tucker's doing to Michigan State's very impressive. Uh, He's brought that team and improved them a whole lot in two years. Some kids have transferred out. He's had some really good kids transfer in. Uh, you got to be a recruiter. Being a recruiter isn't all about recruiting high school kids. It's, in this day and age, it's about re- recruiting transfers. And uh, you, know, you hear rumors now that there's a bunch of kids at LSU that are thinking about leaving. But it, other than Miles Brennan, who will be a graduate and can play immediately, there's no more...
1: Automatic, uh, you no, know, you can't be ready. To be, you're gonna have to sit out a year, right? No unless you go transfer. to an unless unless you go to an FCS school, you know, if, if an LSU exactly, guy, exactly, if an yeah. guy goes to Southern or Nichols or McNeese they or Southeastern, sure. they can play sure. right away. But if they go to ULL or, or 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 they go to you know you know wherever Texas Tech, well, look,
2: say say Auburn, like Finley did. You know, there was a free ride That's not happening. That's that's what I'm saying. That's not happening. So a lot of these kids better wait and see who the new coach is and make a decision before they transfer and have to sit out a year. You know, and and football life, you know, if you're good enough to get to the NFL, unless you're Tom Brady, chances are by the time you're hitting 35 years old, you're either out of the league or pushing (laughs) your luck. Do you want to waste a year at 19 years old? I, I wouldn't. I, look, you know, you stay put. You stay put. You stay committed to the team that you chose. You wait and see who they hire as the coach, and and you deal with it. Uh, I'd be very disappointed if I saw
1: a lot of these young kids transferring out knowing they had to sit out a year. Right. We'll see again. LSU, Bama. We'll see what happens Saturday. Hey, if you want to bet on that game or any game out there, MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Sports betting is exploding in the USA. I was at the La Bears Casino this past Monday afternoon. Their sports book opened up at 4 o'clock. Uh, but you can bet on sports there seven days a week. But if you want to win money, not a gambling site, but, a, but sports consultants who are red hot and on fire, uh, 61% of, of collectively the sports consultants at MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Trey Blossman, uh, we're going to have your picks later in the week. You had a great week in college and NFL last week uh, when we do your picks later this week. But uh, let's talk NBA. You're a huge NBA guy. You pay far more attention than I to it. And the season's just getting going. Everybody's got about seven or eight games in. But give us some early comments from Trey Blossman on the NBA.
2: Well, you know, the biggest story right now is Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons claiming he's not mentally prepared to practice basketball. I didn't like him at LSU. I told everybody that when he was here. I thought he was weak. I thought he was selfish. I thought he was overrated. I think that he's a fair defensive player. He's afraid to shoot. Uh, He needs to be traded. The guy that owns the team that he's under contract for has a way overvalued opinion of Ben Simmons. Philadelphia's got a good team. They should cut their losses with the guy and make a deal. It's rumored that uh, Portland would send C.J. McCollum and uh, maybe Robert Covington and a first-round pick. Look, they should jump on that. They should absolutely jump on that. I remember when the Lakers first made an offer for Anthony Davis. And sometime later, the Pelicans took an offer from the Lakers for Anthony Davis. But you know what? It didn't include Zbach, the big center, who's now playing for the Clippers. The offer that they accepted was not as good as the offer that they had refused. And if Philadelphia waits much longer to cut a deal... Ben Simmons' stock value is going down every day. So, to me, Philadelphia needs to make a deal, let him move on someplace else and cut ties. But interesting thing is you look at the standings after each team has played seven or eight games, Miami made it to the finals in the bubble a few years ago. Last year, they had a disappointing season. Well, they sit at 6-1 and one right now, Tommy, Points per game, 115.6. Opponents' points per game, 98.9. They're winning games by 16.7 points. There's not another team in the East even close to that. Philadelphia is at 8.5, basically half of that. So Miami is looking really, really good in the East. Milwaukee, last year's champion, sits at four and four in tenth place. Atlanta, who had a great run in the playoffs last year, is at four and three in ninth place. The Brooklyn Nets, playing without Kyrie Irving, who won't get the shot, four and three in eighth place. Toronto, who wasn't expected to do anything, is five and three sitting in sixth place. So things are all kinds of upside down in the East. If you look to the west, Utah six and one, right where you'd think that they would be. Margin of victory average eleven point nine. To a lot of people's surprise, but not to me. My favorite team, the Golden State Warriors, are at five and one, seven point eight point differential. The Lakers started out one and three, but they've won four in a row. They're looking like they're coming around. Memphis, Dallas, Denver all playing okay, but Phoenix, who had the hell of a run last year, is only 3-3 three and three and needed a 36.4th quarter last night to beat the visiting Pelicans, who are still playing without Zion. Uh, the Clippers are in 11th place, a uh, team that everybody thought would compete. So Things are kind of weird early in the NBA, but uh, Warriors looking real good. And, again, the Miami Heat looking like they're the team to beat in the
1: East. Yeah, and a long way to go in the NBA, as we know. And, of course, uh, you will be tossing out some NBA picks at com in the coming weeks. We're going to start adding that to the college football, the NFL horse racing coming soon as well. Uh, com if you like to bet and you like to win money, you need to check out the consultants there. They're going to steer you in the right direction.
0: Trey Blossom
1: will have your picks a little bit later this week. You went 7-4 and four in college football last week, 4-3 in the NFL. But you are 58% on the season NFL on the podcast. Doing even better than that on the MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com website. Trey, you have a good afternoon, and we will visit again a little later in the week